Welcome to another episode of the Jam Pack Report today for November the 30th of 2020. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry. Hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week, it is your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. But of course, if you guys were celebrating Thanksgiving over the weekend, I do hope you enjoyed it. And if you were scoping out some Black Friday deals, I hope you snagged some for yourself. But today we are back to the news with a story that did not get a lot of publicity. I feel like a lot of people were probably just on vacation in the gaming news industry, but it's still something to talk about today. Bungie Boss says the studio has been working on new games for three years. The big split from Activision was all about creative freedom. Bungie has been working on several new games for three years now, according to CEO Pete Parsons. He addressed the studio's future games and split with Activision in a wide-ranging interview with Metro. Asked about Bungie's January 2019 split with publisher Activision, which, while high-profile, was seemingly amicable, Parsons said that the studio's consistent desire for creative independence was to blame. Obviously, that means control of Destiny 2, but Parsons segued into discussing future Bungie games. It is not a huge surprise that the studio has other projects in the works. It filed a video game software trademark in the EU for Matter in 2018, and in 2019, Bungie also planned to release a non-Destiny game at some point before 2025. This year, a job listing was mentioned working on something, quote, lighthearted and whimsical, end quote. Christopher Baird is also currently listed as the game director of an unannounced project. Quote, so we started about three years ago. Jason Jones and Johnny Ebert and Zach Russell and a few of us started working on new incubations, said Parsons. That would have been in 2017, just ahead of Bungie's decision to take on a huge cash infusion from NetEase in 2018 and shortly followed by its split from Activision. Parsons also said that Emmy Chung, designer on Destiny Social Systems, was working on an incubation project. The incubation process, said Parsons, was more about building up good teams than ending up with publishable games, but it also sounds like he's happy with how the games are shaping up. Parsons noted that new incubations continue to really show promise. Actually, ironically, we expected a decently high failure rate from the incubations, and what happened is we're pretty excited about the work that's being done, not just on continuing the Destiny universe, but because we've been able to build such a deep bench of talent, these incubations are really amazing, end quote. Supporting these incubation games projects is clearly a large priority for Bungie. Parsons noted that the developer was hiring new employees at a faster rate than we thought we would despite the pandemic. Bungie moved the entire studio aside from a handful of critical IT operations, security personnel, to indefinite at-home working starting in March. Parsons said that now, quote, something like almost a quarter of everybody who now works at Bungie has never set foot inside the studio, which breaks my heart, but it is also a testament to the work that the teams have been able to do. Parsons did not say more about how many of those employees are on future games, but did say, quote, I think you will be pretty excited. I wish I could say more, but I think you will be pretty excited, end quote. Right off the bat, I'm very excited about what Bungie has in store because we're talking about a group of people that helped make what many consider to be the best Halo games, and on top of that, that have built up Destiny to be this incredible monolith in the gaming space, where it's almost like a World of Warcraft in a way, where even though it may not be at its height in terms of Destiny's popularity, it still is garnering hundreds of thousands of viewers on Twitch whenever a new raid drops, and it's still getting millions of players around the world. Now it's part of Game Pass, which is bringing even more people in. 
They're doing some pretty amazing things over at Bungie, and that split from Activision gave them tons of freedom to do essentially whatever they want, and that is an amazing little asset to have on their side. So it's going to be a while before we see what they're actually working on, but I guarantee you that Destiny is still going to be a part of their future because it's already such a popular and lucrative form of income for the company, and it is something that people want to continue coming back to. They want more Destiny. And so I look forward to seeing what they end up coming out with, uh, but definitely excited about Matter, just to see what that is. Of course, it's a name that's been thrown around for a number of years in the industry now, uh, but there's a lot to look forward to in the world of Bungie. Now, this is a story that I wanted to share with you all because it's more of a warning than actually informing you of things happening. PlayStation 5 eBay scams include photos of the console and empty boxes, and eBay is taking action. PS5 eBay scams have been rife since the console's launch, with misleading listings featuring photos of the console for sale or empty boxes, but the auction site has announced plans to tackle the problem. Checking on eBay now on November 30th, you can see a multitude of suspicious listings including photos of the console as well as empty cardboard boxes. There are even listings attempting to get donations towards purchasing a PlayStation 5. While posts do state in the description what you would receive, it is not clear if bidders are aware they're spending roughly £6,000 on a photo of a PlayStation 5. Quote, we condemn these opportunistic sellers who are attempting to mislead other users, eBay said in a statement provided to Eurogamer. We are in the process of removing all listings for photos of PlayStation 5s from our marketplace and will be taking appropriate action against the sellers. It's a positive step that eBay is taking relatively swift action against scammers, although there are still several listings up the time of publication. With PS5 stock and such scarce supply around the world, it's easy to see why sites like eBay have been home to a litany of scams involving the new console. Just last week, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan revealed that absolutely everything is sold in relation to PlayStation 5 stock, but Sony more recently assured customers that more PS5 stock would be available before the end of the year. Despite a shortage of stock for the new console, Sony is expecting big things for the PlayStation 5 sales figures. The company is aiming for the new console to surpass 100 million sales over the course of its lifetime on the market, and Ryan has predicted that the new console will beat the PlayStation 4's launch figure of 7 million units sold by April of 2021. This is a warning. Don't buy from scalpers online. Now I say this knowing full well that there are people out there that are going to buy from scalpers online because you just have to have the new console, potentially someone you love has to have it for the holiday season. Whatever it is, there are people that are going to buy these from scammers. But I highly, highly encourage you, I implore you, don't give in to their tactics because you're awarding these people that are essentially ripping these consoles from the hands of players around the world in an attempt to make a quick buck. And that's disgusting. I mean, we've all seen the reports of people that have 35,000 PlayStation 5s and thousands of Xbox Series Xs, whatever the actual number may be. There are people out there with bot networks that are buying these things in bulk, and it is important to make them eat that cost. If you wanted 35,000 PlayStation 5s or whatever the magical number may be, you should have bought them and expected to keep them. Don't make them rich. That's essentially what I'm trying to say here. But especially with this, just be careful. You know, if you are out there looking at listings, uh, be sure if you are placing any bids on anything, it is the actual console and not a picture of the console or an empty cardboard box. I've seen these not only for new consoles, but I've seen them for PlayStation 4 Pros, for PS4s, for PS3s. I've seen them all the way through the list. So if you're looking for a new console online, definitely, definitely be careful.
But to round out today's show, of course, not too much news because of the holiday weekend, Super Nintendo World is opening in February, and it looks awesome. When we first learned of the Super Nintendo World coming to Universal Studios in Japan, immediately my inner child screeched in excitement with millions of others. Since then, every new look had the delight escalating further, and now we've got the grand opening date as well as a new sneak peek at what the park will have to offer for Nintendo fans. Originally slated for a summer opening earlier this year, COVID-19 had other plans and the delay was called for safety reasons. While the pandemic continues to escalate in some areas, Osaka Japan is ready to harness its inner Mario on February the 4th. Currently, the only park to be opening its Nintendo-themed doors is in Japan, but more parks are in the works to expand that fandom love even further, with the United States and Singapore locations on the way. The Nintendo Park will be filled to the brim with interactive choices for attendees to engage in, including a wristband that will interact with a special phone app that will unlock activities like collecting character stamps and coins. We'll be seeing even more about Super Nintendo World in the coming months with the grand opening just around the corner, but from what's been seen so far, it looks like a fan dream come true. And here are a couple of shots of the park itself. Of course, uh, some of them are cropped, but you can kind of get an idea of what we are looking at here. I'll go ahead and, and just kind of give you that. Uh, you see a giant Bowser statue here. Very cool stuff. You see the uh, trophies for the Mario Kart races. A lot of cool things here that are, are detailed in a very, very big way. So I'm looking forward to seeing people enjoy this. Of course, personally, I'm not a big theme park guy, whether it's a roller coaster or whether it's just a literal theme park where you're going to Disney World or something. I'm just not really into that, so I will never be here unless I have kids one day that are super into Super Mario for some reason. The, there's a high likelihood of my kids being into Super Mario, but there's a low likelihood of me going to a theme park anywhere between now and then. But regardless, if you do enjoy theme parks, this one looks like it's going to be a very, very fun one. Of course, you can see the entire uh, part. Well, that's very small. That's a tiny little picture, isn't it? Um, Regardless, it looks fantastic, and it's something to absolutely look forward to in a post-COVID world, or perhaps if you live in a part of the world where you don't have to deal with this anymore. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below, and let me know what you think about everything we talked about here today, but specifically, what do you look forward to from Bungie? Are you looking forward to more Destiny or a new project that they may not have revealed yet? I would love to hear what you have to say. But until next time, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon, and peace.